0: everybody welcome to the power podcast i'm nick puga with me is always andre gordon just to let everybody know we are on facebook igtv instagram uh youtube spotify apple podcast welcome from whatever platform you are listening to we are happy to be in 2020 ladies and gentlemen Andre. Happy New Year.
1: Nick, I'm feeling good. Let me just say Happy New Year to all the Power Nappers. I think that not only have I missed them, but, Nick, I've missed you. It's been a while. (laughs) It's been a while. You know, the holidays hit. uh, family comes in town. You go on your trips, and then you need the vacation from the vacation. You know, just Power Nappers, so you know we thought of you. We recorded a Merry Christmas message. We just... We were going through some. We are going through some stuff, but our sound is back. We are ready to go, and here we are, in the next century, the next decade. We're here. The twenty-second
0: yes. century. And for all those who are dedicated listeners that enjoy the content and know that we've had some trouble over the last couple episodes, let's be honest. Uh, we appreciate you. We are doing our best. It is a trial and error. We are new, but we are dedicated to finding uh, the best possible solution to make it uh, even more enjoyable for you guys uh, in your cars, homes, planes, wherever you're listening. So we're to just the legions,
1: The legions of fans, our 24 subscribers around the world.
0: <laughs>
1: we love you.
0: We do. This is all true.
1: I mean, listen, there's Puga power and there's Gordon greatness. And if you put it in a bottle and shook it up, it'd be like a meteorite. I don't know what's happening to me right now, but. What do we have in the lineup? Here's what I want. I want to get your opinion on. And I want you to be honest. When you think about social media, this is what I think about social media. This is my thought process. When you're on a cruise, you don't always have access to your phone. And sometimes when you don't have your phone for an extended period of time, it's like a nice little detox. Like you feel like, oh wow, I don't oh, yeah. have my phone. Like mm-hmm. people aren't blowing me up all the time. You know, the agent and manager is not like you know, I get the email, like submissions due this day, you know, you're not, you like work leads you alone, like you you're free. But then I think <laughs> about once you get your phone back, how like how much of it is involved in your daily life. So if you didn't have your phone, this is a two part segment here. Or if phones were less involved in our lives, do you think there would be more freedom, but less uh, capability and advancement to do things, or do you think it'd be better? Like, what do you, what do you, how do you feel about the fact that we are so tied? Because when I was on the cruise, I was like, wow, I haven't talked to anybody but the people on my on the cruise via text because we got a limited plan, and my wife didn't have her phone. I just felt like it was real. We were really more connected then.
0: It's a catch-22. I feel you. Yeah, when we're on the cruise, it's a struggle a little bit, but all day, and it really is really nice. I mean, not even television. There's no phone, and it really is awesome. But, you know, in the day-to-day grind in the world we live in, it's not possible not to have a phone. You can't get anything done. And people yeah. are impatient and you need if if you can't get it done, someone else, you know, may get real. something done and just put you at risk of making you either look bad. Some people lose work over it for not getting back in a timely manner. So it's just the struggle is real. Um, I would just say take more vacations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know what I liked about it? What I liked was. I had a chance to realize how many people like are on the phone all the time, like even just like walking around. Oh yeah. So I've made this adjustment now. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not I'm no longer I'm when I walk around, I wanna walk around with my eyes up. Like mm-hmm. I just wanna I just wanna you know, we live in South Florida, it really is pretty down here. There's so much to look at and I I, I found and this may seem ridiculous, but Sometimes you just, if you make eye contact with somebody, it's less normal now. Like people are like, whoa, someone's looking at me. But it's just nice to look around and just see stuff. I see, I saw, I saw a girl walk into the wall yesterday. <laughs> Cause she had her, <laughs> looking at something. She walked into the wall and she looked around to see if anybody saw her. And she didn't see me see her. And then she kept walking. So <laughs> I think I'm like becoming more aware of It just when my head a little break. Cause, only because I had the break. I think if I had the phone the whole time, I never would have noticed. But then the other thing, thing that I noticed, too, Nick, I wonder what my kids see. I wonder if my, if my kids think, like, oh, then this is just normal. Like, what's going to be the new normal? You know?
0: Yeah. I feel you. Did we talk about this already, where I, I went to a restaurant with the kids? Did I bring this up?
1: I think you may, brother. I, but, I see, I, I talked to you so much, I don't know if it was, like, a regular conversation uh, or here. Or
0: but tell us Hey. Tell me again. So we're at a restaurant, and we're with our kids, and... As soon as we get in the restaurant, there's another family, another child that's friends with my daughter. And her and and two other boys from the other couple that was there, they were all on iPads or a phone the entire time being in the restaurant. And they sat right next to us, and none of us were on devices the entire time. And it was scary, dude it was a little uh, frightening and i'm not trying to judge people on uh, what they should or shouldn't do and i get it, it maybe parenting is hard enough but if you don't instill good practices with screens early i just think it's a, it is a disaster for more mental health issues and emotional intelligence as well.
1: It's funny you say that, because that was going to be to my point. What my wife and I noticed was that our kids had like they had iPads and they were you know watching TV. We, they, there's not enough TV during the week at all. And we took away the iPads. I feel like they are mean to each other when they're on devices. Like Their interactions seem more short even once they get off of it, they're just more rude to each other. And when there is no device for them to play with, they play well together. They're forced to communicate. Their communication skills have picked up. I mean, I also think that conversely, my oldest, she communicated really well because she did watch TV. I think she like learned stuff from it. But their interactions have picked up quality-wise since they haven't had TV or device. We don't do any of it, like, but, except for the weekends. They get to watch TV on the weekends. But um, iPad, they get when they go to grandma and granddad's house, they, they watch the iPads. So there. I know that. But I don't know. When someone talks to me, I want them to feel like I'm listening. Right. And I, and I don't know if that's always happening. Like people, like when you talk to them, they're looking at their phone and, it, and it's like they're drawn to it. And that's okay because everyone's got their own thing. And it could be life or death, whatever. Maybe they're coping. It's a hard day. It's a way to like escape. But I just want, it's important to me to feel like people feel that I am listening when I'm talking to them. Because I know that one of the biggest differences between uh, in in your work life and in growing your network and helping people is listening, but truly listening. So I'm trying to up my game on that. That's here at the school, that's here at home. I'm just trying to listen more, especially the times when I don't want to.
0: Especially when I don't want to, like yeah. what are the, what are examples of when you don't want to? Well,
1: okay, there was a moment where I felt like I was having a conversation with a parent. Mm-hmm. And in this conversation with the parent, I think generally speaking, parents believe that their child is the best at everything. There's not a real realistic op- optic on what their kid is and isn't capable of. So when I'm having these conversations with parents who think that their kids are better than they are at any given specific skilled area, and the parents are getting hostile or slash aggressive with my assessment of what their kid is capable of, those are moments when I feel like I'd rather be scrolling on Instagram right now. Because right now, I'm getting nowhere. and I don't feel like listening to this guy or girl anymore. Like this conversation is over in my head. I am making an effort in those moments whenever when either I feel I feel the anger right inside, or feel my face getting hot, take a breath and really sit back and think, okay, why is this Let me let me let me be empathetic. Let me put myself in their shoes and let me see how they feel and then let me listen to what they have to say from that. Let me re-listen to it. From their perspective, and then I'm trying to take that attitude out to in the mornings when I wake up, and the kids are like basically tapping me on the shoulder all the time, "Daddy, daddy, 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 daddy. I don't feel like listening then either. When you hear "daddy" 68 times in a row from three different children, and your brain's like like just trying to turn on, like you're just trying to get it working. Mm. I don't. Those are times I don't feel like listening, but I'm trying to fight through that and be like, okay, let me not get aggressive. Let me not get angry. Let me listen because all they want is their guy to hear what they have to say. So I'm trying to change a perspective on it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the moments when I don't want to is when I probably should, and I can exercise some control to become better to listen more.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's interesting. And it's interesting you bring that up because I might be on the same boat as those as a parent. Um but I was there. I witnessed I have a pretty good assessment of not only the business but just acting in general. So I'm not going to get mad, but I get disappointed when choices are made Not based on the skill and the talent, they're not. It's not always because of the skill and the talent. There are times where it does feel political.
1: I think it is political sometimes, honestly. But I think the other part of it is it depends on what avenue we're talking about. If we're talking about soccer, or basketball, or volleyball, the proof is in the pudding. Either they're good or they're not, right? Either they score or they don't. They play defense or they don't. That's pretty cut and dry. We're talking about singing. Or acting, um, or or you know choir art, those things. It's difficult because it's more subjective. Some people have a different taste versus others. Right. But then like, other times you factor in like, oh, maybe their family is more tied in to the group, and you are getting pressure to use or consider these people more because maybe it'll help the program. Not that that happens here at my program, but. I've heard of this happening other places.
0: It is a different program because the program is one where you're paying to be a part of of the program. And so with that, the only way I could look at this objectively was to be sitting there at a callback, watching the people in front of me and decide who would I pay to actually perform this particular role right? That's the only way to look at it objectively. If I had to pay money to the person, who would get the gig? And when I did that, I was disappointed that a lot of the choices are just, they're not like that. You know, like you said, you brought it up. So it's, uh, what are you gonna do, man? What are you gonna do?
1: I think the bottom line is, when you pay to be a part of a program, the other thing you want to know is feel like your money's being spent well on developing your child if you're paying for that experience. So that that I can understand too a a different perspective. You know, here it's like uh, on an athletic and a uh, artistic perspective. We're putting up, we're trying to put out the best product to be competitive, and our best product is a direct result in as to the draw that comes to our program and the income that comes into the program. And and on basketball. You know, for me it's like, hey, do we win or not? So and and, and same thing even in um in, in districts for for theater, it's like, hey, did we get superior rate? We're we're being rated. People are saying like, you guys suck or you guys are incredible. So parents may think like, Oh, my kid's incredible. I've had parents say like, My 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 kid can sing and they get up here, it's like American Idol. Like those people <laughs> that go to American Idol and you're like, What made you think that you should be here at all? But I digress. We've been off for a little bit. I didn't even ask you a question, Nick. I'm really curious to see what you think about this. And this is what I think: Are we now becoming old or not? Are we getting old? Do you think? If you have a daughter, I have two daughters. Do you? Are you comfortable with how much girls are showing on Instagram now, and it's like normal? And you're like, that girl. How old is that girl? Even like wives, you're like, whoa, that that that's someone's wife. She's showing quite a bit. What do you think about that? Do you think it's a problem? Do you, or how, like, if, if Fernandez started posting photos of herself similar to what we see out there, how would you feel?
0: She wouldn't. So I, I think it's more. <laughs> yeah, I think it just relates to their their mental stability and their self esteem and their self worth and you know it's just uh, it's a personal choice. I, I, to be honest, I don't see a lot of that, but. Uh, I guess my algorithms are different, but it just is what it is. People are going to try to get attention. attention. Is that what it's about?
1: Yeah, it's about uh, like, uh,
0: validation. Like,
1: usually the posts are framed with something else, but it's like them, not very well. Yeah, their posts are
0: ridiculous. They know what they're doing, it's sad.
1: (laughs) That's the point, they know what they're doing.
0: They know what they're doing, they try to just, they show a lot of skin in order to get people to look at a photo and then they try to be all philosophical with their message and it's like, what, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) Like you make, it's all contradictory and it's just, it it (laughs) proves like you are so far out of this universe you're so detached from reality that you're not even understanding the words and whatever uh, quote or philosophies that you're trying to lecture people on. Please, like you're, it, it's like a comedy show, really. I laugh, so maybe that's what they're trying to do. Maybe it is just the comedy routine, we don't know. Are you
1: gonna have like, when, when can your kids have a phone? Like when can your daughter, she wants a phone, let's say she's like, I want my own phone. How old does she have to be? Like, what's your plan?
0: We're getting close for, not for like, Insta- I mean, she's on her iPad. She's texting now. She's oh. texting family members. I think it's good for like writing and and stuff like that. But there's no there's no Instagram accounts or anything like that yet. But kids are starting to have them now at nine. But I think it's young. I want to wait till 12. I don't know if we'll get till 12. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so
0: hard.
1: Yeah, so my Christine's friends have phones. I'm like, nah, you don't need a phone. Uh, the plan, Nanette's like, high school. But really, she's like, it's going to be middle school, obviously. But, of course. But, yeah. but the thing is, though, like, hey, Christine, your mom's here. Your dad's here. If you need any one of us, you just walk over or pick up the phone in the classroom. Like, what do you need the phone for? This is what the answer was right now. have a phone. Why? So I can call you. You need to call me. I mean, I'm already here. You can walk over here or you can pick up the phone and use the phone in the room. And if not that, then we're at home together. When else would you need to call me? She's like,
0: Ugh. <laughs> Daddy. It is it is also right. like silly. I mean, I re- remember in high school when everybody had a beeper and even when you're getting the beeper, I'm like, yeah, I need a beeper so my friends can beat me. And what are you, a doctor?
1: 843-143.
0: I mean, it was quite silly. Here. It was quite silly that we had beepers. We didn't need them either. <laughs> and that was high school. And we were yeah. like, this, we knew it was silly and we're still doing it. And I think that's the same thing like kids now in middle school, they're like, yeah. we know it's ridiculous, but it, for them it's a different thing. It's like an addiction with the technology. For us, it was just numbers on, a, and they, they have on an analog story. screen. <laughs> the stuff that they put on their private story,
1: you you'd be terrified. Things that I see here, the things that I hear them talk about, stuff that they, like, their friends and the, the stuff they put on, like, Snapchat and Instagram, they all have accounts, like, a regular account. And they post, like, pictures for the parents to see. They
0: all they have, have a have burner account. account.
1: They all have burner accounts where they go buck wild.
0: Just so you know. <laughs> What's your nightmare of the week, Jay?
1: My nightmare of the week. I went on a cruise, and I enjoyed it. But I am... I, um, uh, getting back into the health swing. The nightmare of the week was the weight that I found on, on the cruise, which I thought I was going to be more. I only gained two pounds, but I felt disgusting. And then I look around at the people on the cruise, and some of those people, I'm like, how did they let you on here? You you shouldn't be allowed to go to all you can eat. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be here. You're killing yourself. And then I started questioning myself: Am I working my way towards that somehow? So that was my nightmare of the week. What I saw as my potential future if I don't get it together.
0: Oh boy, my nightmare of the week. been really busy and a lot of problem solving. A lot of uh, things have come up with work and it's a lot of work and a lot of finding solutions. But the dream is that I've found solutions and I've been able to get things resolved. So overall, that's what you want in a dream and a nightmare is to have the nightmare and then find the solution. So I won't bore you guys with the details, but it's like a lot of real estate stuff. That's not uh, always so interesting and fun, but there's things that need to be done. So um, how about you? Your well, dream?
1: My dream of the week is that the weight that I gained on the cruise, I've already lost plus some, which okay. been really, and I've been doing three miles a day. On my treadmill plus getting weights and eating really clean i did my one cheat meal which was yesterday i had chick-fil-a it was worth it um (laughs) but interestingly enough my dream of the week came from instagram yesterday i was coaching against our arch rival again uh and they had beat us earlier our only in conference loss they beat us by two here we played them in their house and we were in double overtime these guys are tired. It's double overtime, but you got to keep going. You got to grit it out. And we practiced hard all week, and I saw this play on Instagram with Kobe Bryant. And we were up by one, but we needed to seal this thing off. So it was off an inbounds. So what I did was we in, inbounding the ball on the far side of the court. Right, we, we're going to the length of the court, but I lined up all my players as if we were trying to score on their basket, and in the defense. They got all, like, they just bought into it. So then they faced the wrong way, too. So they're defending their basket. And then I sent one player the length of the court and had my inbounder just throw it over the top. Uncontested, easy layup. We won the game in double OT by those, by those three points. So Instagram showed me Kobe's play, and I ran that right at the end for the W. That's my wow. dream
0: of the week. Wow, wow, Thanks we so. you're welcome. I also won my first uh, tennis match of the Winters League last night. Let's go. We're on, we're on a winning streak here, guys. Winning streak. Oh. Dre, send them out, Dre. It's time.
1: Well, Listen, it's been good to be back on the show. We're glad that we're here. Happy New Year to all the listeners. But guess what, Power now, We are! <laughs>